Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezes Hashem, Shalom Bayes, Shir number 412. We're talking about how to avoid various pitfalls in marriage, and the one we're going to talk today is about keeping score in marriage, to stop scorekeeping, to be aware of what that is, and to recognize if you have this um, aspect in yourself, and to stop this mode of thinking, and to stop this mode of behaving, and to change it, and to change that pattern. It is natural for people to do this because of their competitive nature. It's something that sometimes in in healthy sports or competition, um, it is is sometimes a healthy thing to be competitive and to to think along those lines of keeping score of I'm better in this and so on and so forth. But in a marriage, it's usually most of the time, not a healthy practice uh, to keep score, because what happens is, in this scorekeeping that we're talking about now, is that you're keeping in your mind and in your heart an invisible scorecard in your head, and you're always winning, and it's your spouse, your wife or husband, they're always losing, and you keep keeping track of the negatives that they, your spouse, has done, not the positives, And it's brought up time and time again, often in the conversations that you have with your spouse as ammunition against them, either to attack them for something or to justify your own behaviors. You know, because you're doing that, that's why I'm justified in doing that. And one needs to ask themselves, sometimes it's even subconscious, but it is a constant thing that unfortunately married couples fall into. What are those things that you're scorekeeping in the negative, in the marriage, and to learn how to let that go, and to learn to reverse that, and to use it for the opposite. You want to do scorekeeping letoiv? You see the good in your spouse. Build that up as your main focus. The reason behind this is very simple. It is a big burden to always feel that you're being judged in a negative way by your spouse. And at some point you say, you're always so judgmental of me. You're always thinking on the negative of me, you know, so why bother? And it's important for a couple to have a healthy conversation about this, to learn how to reverse this, to learn how to reverse this tit for tat type of thing, but to build each other as much as possible. And again, that does not exclude some healthy conversations if things are bothering you about each other and in a Kavadika way to work through those problems. We talked about it in the past about that healthy communication that one needs to do with the other and in an open way and in a loving way. And But the idea behind it, though, is, is after going through this and each one tries to do the best they can to improve and so on and so forth, that you let it go. You know, an example of this is, you know, a spouse comes home from a hard day's work and, uh, you know, starts, uh, you know, plopping on the couch and talking about how exhausting their day is. And their spouse, instead of empathizing, um, will say, you think you had a hard day? Yeah, wait till I tell you about my my hard day. And, uh, and you minimize what your spouse is going through and you amplify Uh, They're negative, and you're amplifying your own self-focus. Obviously, ideally is, is each one may have had a hard day, but each one to be attentive of what they 
their, their spouse is saying. So the spouse that comes home had a difficult day. The one that's home is compassionate and empathetic towards their day. But then in turn, the one who had a hard day at work needs to turn to their spouse who was at home and ask them how their day went and how you are doing and how you fared in that, you know, that given day. So that's a very important thing of focusing on your spouse and on the positives of your spouse and being empathetic towards your spouse and to choose to overlook the negative in your spouse. That doesn't mean there's a free pass. It doesn't mean, like we said, that there can't be healthy conversations on what we each need to do to behave better. But after those meaningful conversations and working on behaving better, you move on and you get past it as much as possible. And if you're caught in this dynamic of this constant negative scorekeeping against your husband or your wife, it's very important to daven and then to work hard to change that pattern and to turn it around. To start humbly by apologizing. You apologize to your spouse. You apologize to each other for the stress or negativity that you cause towards each other by keeping this negative scorecard. And to go going forward to be more focused on the positive and the healthy. Very often, it's human nature in marriage, but in all of life, that human beings tend to look more at their problems and the negativity versus the positive. And in life, and especially in marriage, we need to learn to reverse that. To humbly ask Mechila and apologize for the stress you cause your, your husband or wife and the negativity by constantly being negative towards them and keeping that unhealthy scorecard and to apologize and have honest conversations how each of you could become better and how each of you will work very hard not to hurt each other anymore, but rather to focus on building each other. Not to chalila wound each other or manipulate each other, but to heal and to be build. This is a big yesayid. It's so, so important to break that habit and to keep that negative scorecard away from you and remove it from using it against your spouse and to turn it around. And it's not easy because it's, it's, it's a change in your thinking and a change in your habits. You're not used to be forgiving and loving. So it takes, you know, some hard work to reverse that trend. It's hard for people who have the negative mentality in life or in marriage to learn how to reverse that. It takes sometimes in the beginning, especially some hard work. And you may not feel the emotion right away, but it's an important thing to praise the good in your spouse, the specialness of your spouse, and reframe your thinking and grow in Hakara Satayv. And again, this applies, we talk about it in marriage, but the truth is it applies in all aspects of life. You know, you learn. we learn in Parshas Baalaischa, and Moshe, you see very much, had a very hard time in the way he was talking in Parshas Baalaischa, in a very bitter way, Rabelsky once mentioned it, based on the fact that they were complaining a lot. Rabba Ozne Hashem, instead of the Hakara Satayv. That was one of the lessons of that particular parsha. The preciousness of the Achilasmon, the that 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 purified the, the 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 body and the soul, and you know the way in, in, in Sefer Devarim it says Zabam Shana 
Hashem Lakechi Imach, that was forty years. Hashem was with you. Like Chasar Tadava, you didn't, you weren't, you didn't miss anything. You didn't lose anything. You had everything. And yes, true, they were Nisyanis for there was a period of time they didn't have water, but if they would have held strong and had faith, Hashem would have been Mashpia them in a very short time, whatever they needed, and not to worry about it, just to trust Hashem that Hashem fulfills all your needs and not to worry, but to and not to be negative about it, but to rejoice and see the good. Opposite of what Haman said, that I can't be civil this but rather to be the reverse of being some meach bechelkai, to be happy with your lot, to be happy with the simple things in life. You have eyes to see, ears to hear, feet to walk, a bed to sleep in, even a bathroom where you could do your needs that you need and that your body is able to function that way and to, that you're able to taste things and to think and to be happy and grateful to Hashem for every single aspect of your life to make your life full of joy, to remove the unhealthy jealousies that take away a person from this world. So this is in general, but now especially here in Shalom Bayis, to do the reverse of the trend of what we learned, which it says that he was Adamarishan in a certain level was a Kofi Taiva, but rather to reverse that. And he did do tshuva on that, and he called his wife Chava in Kol Chai, the, the mother of all living. And, and he reframed this thinking. And that is the idea what every husband and wife needs to do in, in, in marriage. And, and I want to say this um, because I really should say this more often, that people who, many, many people who are, got divorced and their marriages fell apart, it's not that Khalila, either one of them is a bad person. Sometimes that could happen where someone is really, really bad and harsh and, 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 and just like, like, like destructive and they need help with that to reverse that trend. But in many, many, many cases, it's not like that. They are two good people, well-meaning people, but just simply are stuck in certain habits and certain ways of thinking that we don't even realize the damage that we're causing we think we're good people and we believe we're good people and, 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 and intrinsically we are good people, but we overlook certain behaviors and patterns that we should have known that could hurt marriages and we're not even aware of it. And one of those things is what we're talking about today of this unhealthy scorekeeping. To look more at the negative and to keep tabs on it and to, and to be a grudges with it instead of doing the reverse are being done the kavschus to focus on the positive, to be 100%. If each couple would be not 50-50, I do mine and you do yours, and 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 you're to do the rest, but each one for each other, both of them give of each other 100% in trying to be positive to each other and trying to build each other in the most healthy way possible that builds and heals marriages. And again, if there's something difficult that they have to talk with each other, what's bothering each other, they could do it without fighting, with a healthy communication, to apologize and change their behavior for the better, but after that to move on, not to be that grudge and hold back um, your marriage based on things in the past, but rather to let it go and to start focusing. And it's against our nature very often, you know, to, to, to be thankful 
to Hashem for the chasadim he gives you by giving you this husband, this wife who does for you many, many good things and has a lot of beautiful qualities and you build each other this way and you encourage each other this way. And Mida connected Mida Hashem in turn gives you the benefit of the doubt and showers you with love and appreciation because you're expressing that to your spouse. Your spouse, the way you behave towards your spouse is a mirror the way Hashem will want to behave towards you. And if you decide, I'm going to drop that negativity, I'm going to drop that scorekeeping. When there's a problem, yes, we'll discuss it in a healthy, loving way to build you up and to and to grow and that I need to improve and you need to improve and we work on it together. We can have those conversations, but the overall focus should be on the positive that you're so good to me and you're such a beautiful person and a good person and a giving person and start not just saying it, but actually thinking it and writing it down and 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 and, and looking at the positive, at the Nakuda Taiva that's in your husband, in the Nakuda Taiva that's in your wife and reframe your thinking and that Hakaras Hataiv and that opposite of the negative scorekeeping, but rather keep a score of all the healthy things, all the toivice, all the good things that your spouse is and does for you. And that builds a person up when you encourage each other, you build each other, you feed on each other's goodness to become more and more good and giving to each other. The more that you give, the more you'll receive. That you give, Hashem will be ma'ir in the hearts, kamayim panam al panam, to give back in a healthy, good way. So this is one of those things to please avoid that pitfall of scorekeeping in a negative way, to let that go, and going forward, not be judgmental, and to overlook things that are negative. And even if there are things that are negative, you work on it together in a healthy, mature way, in a very respectful way, but overall to let it go and to focus on the good and build each other up in a, in a very special way. And that deepens the love and it deepens the inner simcha that you have within yourselves and in your home and your children sense it and see it. The greatest gift you can give your children when they see their mother and father giving each other the benefit of the doubt, when they see their mother and father treating each other with respect, with positivity, with encouragement, it's the greatest chinech you can give to your children. Brachen Atzlacha.